Today, yeah. more than ever, I almost mm -hmm. started to see if I could do a, a, like a wee cabbage patch during the theme intro. What brought this on? That's not a wee cabbage patch. That's a full cabbage patch. I started doing it. It's because I think it's just the right cadence for a very slow. It's it's because it, not cause, but it, one of the reasons it's the rolly chair. So, uh -huh. you know, you can kind of do it with just your upper body and still get a little little movement. But no, I don't know what brought it on today specifically, other than the fact that I'm looking at a Space Jam toy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yes. Space Jam toy. Shout out to our listener, William, Daniel, who no, sent that in. David. Daniel Farbowitz. We did this on Yo Can We Live last time, so people yeah. don't know. Uh -huh. um, we got a uh, a mystery package sent to Earwolf after mm -hmm. we had left and then passed off to Kevin mm -hmm. somewhere around mm -hmm. seven, eight months ago. Yeah, September mm -hmm. 2022. Mm -hmm. So we did oh, some I, research. I, I think I wrote, I said it on Yo Can We Live, our premium show that you can subscribe to at uh, suboptimalpods.com, but I, I have since thrown the box away, so I don't remember exactly the postmark, but mm -hmm. it, it was sent a while ago. But yes, again, uh, Daniel Farbowitz, thank you so much for, um, we'll call it an unbelievable amount of, uh, I guess it's official Space Jam merch. This wash I don't, I'm going to say it's not official. <laughs> yeah, we bonkers. <laughs> The washcloth, again, is a white Space Jam washcloth with the Space Jam logo in, I said it on the pod, I'll say it again, in just a blood red. It's just so a horror film Cairo syrup blood A color red. where you wash yeah. your face with it and you scream because you thought <gasps> you have a bloody nose. <laughs> yeah. On the whitest washcloth. It's jarring. Yeah. This and is, I don't know this what, is... like, licensed merch, I don't know why they would make that. <laughs> Yeah, mm -hmm. you might be right. But there it's is, cool. There is a little... I'm I'm unclear, but I love it. I think I said last time I was going to take photos of them, and I have not. And but you didn't. Thank you. But that doesn't mean I can't. That's the important that, thing. Right. That doesn't mean you forever didn't. It just means yeah, you didn't. I didn't, didn't. <laughs> you, you, you could did. I could, but I didn't, and I won't. You could did well, and then you, you would did. <laughs> if I you will, won't, don't. If you won't, then you forever didn't. But just say you will, or you might. I might. And I Welcome forever to the might. show. This is the show, Yosemite, where we listen to your voicemails about racism uh, with the help of a special guest or guest. Today, there's no one. Uh, and we also talk about your Space Jam merch that you sent us over yeah. two calendar years ago to an address we no longer go to. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Tawny Newsom. That's Andrew T., our producer, Kevin Bartell. We uh, I had something I was going to say, and then I lost steam. I got you, Tawny, because I started the recording with, did I tell you guys about my big cleaning project? And uh, the reaction made me go, maybe I shouldn't talk about my big cleaning project. But I just want to say, I sent Tawny and Andrew two photos. Yeah. You can picture it. This is a thing that doesn't need to be posted. But you ever take a shower and go, how much dust is in my little bathroom vent? Like, uh, how much oh steam is God. going through there? So oh my ye God. yesterday I took apart my bathroom vent with the little YouTube instructions and saw oh. it was a concerning amount of uh, dust and nastiness. I don't, I don't want to yeah. be that guy. Mm -hmm. I've seen worse, but I hear you. <laughs> yes, I, I, I could have definitely been worse. It was 
I don't think the photo's doing justice to how much dust was in there. Um, yeah. And but also, it's like it's in the shower. It should be clean. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's water yeah, in here. Room it's in the got whole shampoo house. chemicals and soap. And <laughs> it's clean dust. Um, yeah. But it it was an amount that I tried using a mini vacuum and it was doing. It was having no effect. So I I, I did what any person who has electric tools uses, and I got my portable leaf blower. I moved oh my, my toothbrush. I told Clippy to duck and cover, and I exploded my bathroom. Um, wow. And oh I God. 100% cleared every particle of dust out of that vent. Um, and then I spent the next 45 minutes vacuuming uh, the bathroom. Um, but the before it and looks after brand is... new. And I'm uh, yeah. I'm very proud and very excited about how little dust is now in my bathroom vent. And will uh, never be ever again. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you get you get a good like five six years, I think. Um, this is beautiful work. I love a satisfying before and after picture. Me too. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Cleaning product projects are absolutely worth talking about on this racism podcast. And because oh God, a leaf cl- blower cl- in your bathroom is is kind of fun. That is kind of <laughs> that's fun. right. Because what is a what is racism but something that needs to be cleaned from society? Damn, I was gonna say leaf blower in a bathroom is. Uh, Nothing if not a real metaphor for just our personalities. (laughs) Or for everyone's internalized biases. Look, I'm just trying to keep the show on topic. That's right. Because if there's new listeners and they're not necessarily down for our uh, charming chaos, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then I'd like to trick them into thinking that's not what this show is for at least a few weeks. This is is real, real racism getting addressed slash not. Um, once again, up. once again, because of our uh, recording schedule, we neglected to um, pre-celebrate uh, Juneteenth. Um, but happy Juneteenth, belated. Happy Juneteenth. Yeah. Um, what I feel did like- you all do? What did you all do for your Juneteenth? Did you make your 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 Juneteenth rice or your? I've made that I bought up, a, but... I'll shout out an excellency up top. I bought a book called The Fifth Season by N.K. Jemison uh, mm-hmm. from a bookshop called Octavia's Bookshelf, which is the oh, only yeah. black female owned bookstore in Pasadena. Um, I believe it's the only so... black owned bookstore in Pasadena, it I might think. Be. N.K. is also a great uh, fantasy writer. Sci fi? Yeah. It might be more like yep. sci fi after futurism. Is that what this book is? Yep, this is a sci-fi book. Cool. Uh, Andrew, did you have an excellency? Shoot, I should have had a well, more... Well, the one, the one you sent to the group chat, I don't know if that's for public consumption or not. <laughs> Wait, which one? Do You said you wanted to Way go enough. have a drink on Juneteenth. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh, yeah, okay. That... Listen, I, I think, I mean, this, this speaks, like, more socioeconomically to how L.A., <laughs> is yes. put together. But basically, I was like, okay, I, I should go out. Like, I kind of felt like having a, a drink, and I was like, I should go to at least a Black-owned bar, if nothing else, on Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And I just Googled Black-owned bars Los Angeles, and there are shockingly few mm-hmm. on uh, this list that I found, which then, uh, with just a little bit of digging, obviously it makes sense that L.A. being, like every other town, really racist, and one way that... um towns people have historically 
kept, uh, we'll say black folks uh, down in this case, is by, you know, things like liquor licenses are very politicized and, and mm. um, we'll say corrupt, I guess, corrupt-ish. I guess LA is not as corrupt as some other towns have traditionally been. But on this list was included a list of, uh, I don't know how comprehensive this is, but it seemed like it might have been close. Um, the Buffalo Wild Wings in Baldwin Hills, uh, <laughs> technically black owned. Hell yeah. Uh, which is just like, like again, like Great. when you think about it more, it like makes sense. It's like franchising again. It's because black folks have been historically keeping mm. like kept out of uh, business opportunities like this. But it is just mm-hmm. wild to have a full ass national chain as one of the like black owned bars in Los Angeles. It really, yeah. And I did you know. go to the B Dubs? No, to the BW threes. No, I, I ended up staying home because it, I just... Buffalo Wild Wings, BW2. But people call it BW3s. Why, why I know. is that? I don't know. Where's the third W? Worldwide. <laughs> Buffalo Wings, that's, Buffalo that's, Wild Wings, worldwide. That's BW4. <laughs> that is BW4. That's true. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Wild what? Wings, what? <laughs> <laughs> Someone realizing halfway through that they're like, what is this name, first of all? <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, comma, what in Terrible? What? Well, I just titled um, the episode. Um, yep, I'm already, you can see me writing it. <laughs> I can see, I see when Kevin's like eyes light up and his jaw sets yep. a little bit. He's like, here's the, here's, uh-huh. here's the Got title. It. <laughs> Got it. We did it. We named title it. time. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, these excellencies, um, my excellency was I spent time with family up in the Bay and uh, went to a bunch of concerts. I saw Janet Jackson. I saw, I went to a a day party in the middle of San Francisco that had like kind of Burning Man adjacent energy, which is not my scene. But you know what? Festival Mm -hmm. people are very kind and they had a no cell phone policy and everyone turned their phone off. And it was actually really lovely and pleasant. Um, very white to the point where two <laughs> other black people spotted me and my cousin and everyone said like, wow, there's no other black people here. Hello. Um, <laughs> wow. So, and, and then the Janet concert was, was very black. So I had a, a, a real whiplash of a weekend, but the reason we're doing these excellencies, not just because it was Juneteenth, but that is because that is something that we do on our premium show. Yo, can we live where we are tired of talking about the badness of racism? Mm-hmm. And so the three of us, hang out and share fun things and positive things done or accomplished by people of color. You can check that out on our premium site. And if you haven't subscribed and you listen to every week of this, what what are you doing? That's the real Juneteenth uh, miracle that you could give us is throw a little <laughs> subscription our way. God damn it. Because you like out. us, we're charming. Yeah. Why do you yeah. why do you only want our pain? Why don't you want black joy? Sorry. I'm really <laughs> Was really it laying a it on thick. Big <laughs> episode that we released uh, this week as well. Oh the, uh, boy! Watch along. We've got oh, a watch yeah. along for you in the suboptimal Let's... bundle. So, so you can go subscribe at suboptimalpods.com. That is a subscription site that the three of us on this podcast right now that That's you're listening right. to own. That's right. No one else owns it. We run the whole thing. There's no corporate overlord. Uh, well, but yeah, there we... is, but it's it's us every like fifth of the time when we decide to get organized. Yeah, there is a corporate corporate overlord, and it is basically just like the, the Brad Pitt fight club side of my personality that decides to be a <laughs> small business owner and bully us into doing things every now and then. Yeah. Ah. 
<laughs> no one else can see me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Tyler Gherkin or whatever. That's the, right. <laughs> the uh, So yeah, go on over there, throw us a subscription. Just check it out. There, you know, check out, check out the site. Suboptimalpods.com. That's that. <laughs> so what a what a plug. I feel this is like Tyler Gherkin. Kyler Gherkin logged on today. Ky- Kyler Gherkin. Need, to Kyler- need to push some. Skyler Perkins <laughs> is looming large in my personality today. I uh, no, just because every now and then I talk to people who I know or who I'm close to, and they're like, oh, I still haven't listened to your subscription site yet." And I'm like, "Why? Yeah. That's where the fun is. This is the bad yeah. show. This is the bad shit." And think about how much fun you're having now. Yeah. But imagine if we were also having fun. <laughs> Would it, wouldn't that be a delight? Yeah, imagine if we weren't sad and mad like we are here. Although if sometimes if people uh, in particularly enjoy my personal, uh, not pain, but we'll call it annoyance, yeah. um, there's an element of that too. We have, we have shows where I'm forced to watch anime. Um, yeah. things, things happen. Um, you thought that... Getting dust out of the bathroom front story in front of the paywall was wild. <laughs> Damn. Wait till you hear the not safe for work version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Kevin's Kevin in the bathroom with the leaf blower. I, I think my main um <laughs> Why did that sound like to Marion? Shout out to my Star Trek heads. <laughs> Kevin in the bathroom with a leaf blower. <laughs> Temba, his arms wide. That is um, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, we could have, but didn't run through news prior to starting booting up this recording session. I think my only um, thing that I noticed yesterday in the fucked up news that was racism related was, of course, um, the worst, uh, one of the worst human beings on earth, uh, Candace Owen, was tweeting about how uh, Juneteenth is a made-up holiday. Um, I don't know. Obviously, um, fuck her. But like, what? What's the definition of made up? Yeah, exactly. I was like, I like, I know she's like extra stupid and just like searching for white racist approval. Uh-huh. But made-up holiday truly is like extra. Like, what? Because, what like, holiday is not? <laughs> Yeah, what do we think 4th of July is? Yeah. What do we think Father's Day is? Yeah. Is she okay with those? Yeah. I would like to know. I would like to see the Candace. I would not like this. Yeah. I would like to see the Candace calendar of <laughs> real holidays. Yeah. She's like the, the one where the bunny hides all the eggs for the children to crack open and get candy Well, that from. shit's real. That's, That's real. real as fuck. That's just I have a, a feeling there's one less holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling there's two less holidays. Yes, yes. One is MLK <laughs> and this one. And she's like, the rest are real as hell. This just underlines to me a thing that we've said for a while now. But it is like, obviously, like your token black friend or token friend of whatever color is not mm-hmm. sufficient. But like, we really are at token friend massive inflation. You need, I think, like for something like is Juneteenth real, you need to have at least double-digit black folks say that to you before you even consider that as an option. (laughs) And you can't have all met them at the same gun rally. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, the one thing that was a little uh, heartening was I think even Candace Owen, the most famous black white supremacist currently operating, 
I think that's fair to say. I don't think she had double-digit Black people, like, giving her support in her comments. No. Um, so. Because also, who doesn't want another day off? This should be a uniting. Yeah. This is like the this is like trees in Los Angeles. How they found that like <laughs> planting more trees is like universally ex- across party lines, across gender, dev- every you know socioeconomic. Everyone's like, yeah, probably having more shade trees in the city is a good idea for everyone. No one's mad about this. <laughs> having another fucking bank holiday or federal holiday or day you don't have to go to your soul sucking job. Let's all get behind <laughs> that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Not not. True visionary Candace Owen, the worst, the worst human being. One of I the guess, worst human beings. There's worse human beings. Who am I kidding? I guess also but, that argument doesn't hold up because when people talk about Columbus Day, I'm like, fuck that guy. But that's also because I grew up in California where we always had Cesar Chavez Day. And then I moved to Chicago and I was like, y'all don't do this. And they were like, who is that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, we need the day off. Anyway. Yeah. Most importantly, we need, the, we deserve, we need and deserve the day off, but... Well, yeah, obviously racists are, uh, you know, their bigots are thriving somewhat right now. I don't know if there's, (laughs) is it worth talking about any of this fucking, um, there's like been several anti, I mean, now they're, formerly they were sort of anti-trans rallies, but now they've become just sort of homophobia rallies in general, anti-queerness in general rallies um, in Los Angeles. Um, which kind of goes two ways. I mean, one, obviously, it's fucking, like, not not just two ways, I'm sure. I mean, one is it, it really puts a lie to the, like, oh, we're, like, a liberal big city. It's, like, sort of not really. Like, every big city has lots of different opinions. I mean, but the mm-hmm. hardening thing is, it does seem like these, like, violent gangs of bigots roaming the country and Earth. Mm-hmm. It really is probably about the same... 500-ish people, and not that they can't do huge damage and they can't rally local support, but it is, like, there were, like, plenty of, like, January 6th people spotted at this thing in Los Angeles, and, like, so it's, like, you know, it's, they're they're just, like, um, people that follow the Grateful Dead, but for um, just as white, but more hateful. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, uh, that took me a minute, but <laughs> was that wrong? Wrong time for a joke? Wrong time for no, my, little, little, my little bit there? Yes, it was. You, just, you didn't say it in Andrew joke voice. You said it in Andrew Yoakim's racist serious guy voice. So I thought you were. I really thought you were calling deadheads bigots, and I was like, uh, it just doesn't track. Like, even as a sweeping generalization, that crowd. Look, you can hate the music and you can find them annoying. Yeah, but generally pretty tolerant. Yeah, but just as white. That's so, important. okay, yes, I, was, I Listen, wasn't tracking the this, joke. It's not relevant, really. Bad time, bad premise, and bad point, but <laughs> I guess I, I, have, I have no but choice but to stand behind. But that's podcasting, baby. That's podcasting. That's why I'm here. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess what it is is, and, and now, look, obviously these folks... Um, are gaining in power and, and, but partially it's because they're like a loud group of fucking horrible, a horrible, horrible, you know, minority that wants to set up basically a apartheid Christian nationalist, not, you know, and I, should, I shouldn't say Nazi, but you know what I mean? Uh, government, mm. um, you know, whatever our media, uh, is happy to go along with both sides. These people or pretend that they are, they have points and that they are relevant, but, 
Look, if there's yeah, to the extent that there's any silver lining, it really is the absolute raw numbers of these people are not huge, and it is like important to rally your community and get out there and explain why, and and know that you know the cops will not be on your side, the law will not be necessarily on your side, but that doesn't make you wrong. Ooh, I don't Ooh. know. Yeah, uh, good points, and um, it was interesting being in the bay this weekend. I was noticing. Just even more showings of uh, of support for Pride than I see in L.A., which should not be surprising in San Francisco, but is surprising given the current climate of yeah. conservative Contemporary bullying. San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. Contemporary San Francisco yeah. does not feel like... It doesn't feel like how it felt when I grew up, says the oldest woman alive. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The city's changed so much. <laughs> oh, it wasn't like the city. It used to be so much cooler. <laughs> The Saigon sandwich used to be $3. Now it's $5. Um, <laughs> it only weighs like three and a half pounds instead of four. <laughs> it used that to be a football so full of good. duck. Oh I know. my God. It's really I was good. thinking about it the other day. I think about it every day. Okay. We, uh, we should move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, let's take a break and then we'll come back with voicemail or voicemails. Yeah. We back. Okay. We're back. We're back. Voicemail. Well, voicemails just straight up. Let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. Um, hi guys, love the show. I am a um, a white chick from Chicago who now lives in LA, and I go to a lot of uh, karaoke. And a lot of times there's eighties karaoke, and I really want to sing "Electric Avenue" by Eddie Grant, but I don't know if I can do the accent. It feels like that's the only way this song is fun, but. The I don't know. Accent? Is it racist if I do the accent during Electric Avenue? Thanks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> no, you're not an idiot. I am having a uh, a moment where I'm like, do I not know this song? To Electric yeah. Avenue. Yeah, yeah. What accent um, is that? I mean, it's sort of like pop music. <laughs> well, there there's an element of um uh. It's sort of got that like European ish, um, but I believe uh, I looked this up when the voicemail first came in. But now it's not loading for me. Um, By Eddie Grant. Grant Where's Eddie Grant from? He's black. Okay. Right. He's Guyanese British. That's what that's what I was looking for. Okay. Um, or Guyanese? It's Guyanese. Oh well. Got to so, keep it in. It's a podcast. So, <laughs> is the accent? She's referring to British or? Well, I think what it is is that, like. Kevin, can you just play the song? Yep. Can we do that on this show? Electric Avenue. Okay. Got it. (laughs) Got it. Just sing it normal, girl. Just sing it normal. Some of the song is going to, like, force you into a rhythm that will feel fun and you might feel. but just don't don't do anything weird. Just don't be weird. <laughs> and just yeah. sing a song. Most yeah. most of our well, not not so, our, our karaoke based questions are highly stratified because they fall into two categories. One is how dare you even ask this dumbass question, <laughs> and this this one, which falls in the category of it wasn't it wasn't gonna be weird had you not f- overthought it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, had it not spiraled you to the point of, can I even do the accent? Uh-huh. Like, th- calling it the accent really spun my brain. Because I have heard that song so many yeah. times. And, like, y- you know, also, people ju- people sing with an affect of their choosing sometimes. Uh, Adele don't talk like that, y'all. Mm-hmm. Adele don't talk like that when she talks. So when she sings... Nope. She is choosing an affect that helps her shape her words to make the sound that she wants, to make the type of music that she wants. It is very funny hearing singers go in and out of that voice of like, and then I was thinking the other day, hello. And then they go into the singing (laughs) voice and it's like, oh, wow. It's a completely different voice. Well, I mean, there's a larger conversation about how especially like a lot of these like, you know, white folks and especially British singers are mimicking Mm -hmm. a black soul sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's been Definitely. so like watered down, and it's so derivative at this point. I would, I don't even call that appropriation. It's just the sound of pop music changes, and sh- and you know, it, it follows yeah. trends like anything else. Mm-hmm. Or it's sort of broadly the cultural appropriation of black singing, but it isn't as yes. specific as any one given person. Uh, no. I will just say this, not to make this a, a double plug episode of Yo, Is This Racist, but if you aren't a subscriber uh, <laughs> and you like hearing Tani and Kevin talk about the art of singing, um, <laughs> one of our... I Again, I, I would put it down as one of the best things I have ever participated in that I can never, ever... I would never even consider listening back to... <laughs> But we have a suboptimal bundle series called Andrew Sings, where uh, these two graciously teach me some somewhat how to sing. Um, Talk about and an it accent. Was so, oh my god! Yeah, Andrew yeah. sings Sia's chandelier, and that accent is what Paul F. Tompkins has dubbed the Cajun baby, which <laughs> is so right. still a very popular sound in yep. pop music. Mm-hmm. Just imagine mm-hmm. a baby who is also Emeril Lagasse, and that is the sound most pop singers take on. So you would never, you know, be worried about doing that voice at karaoke, although you should, because it's fucking annoying. But yeah. this voice, because it it seems like it more accurately belongs to this Black British man, is tripping mm-hmm. up our collar, which I think is just a classic I mean, case of calm down. Yeah. Yeah, because also it's like, it's it's not like, I, it, it feels so much weirder to be like, well, this is an African accent, which I yeah. just feel like would be hard to pick out personally. Yeah. Maybe I'm underthinking it, which is a rarity, but I'm just like, okay. Here's one of the perks about karaoke. If there's ever a song you're uncomfortable singing, one of the upsides <laughs> of music is there are so many other songs. <laughs> That you don't have to just like, well, I have to do this. <laughs> Not Kevin with the, you know what? There's more of songs. <laughs> you know what? If this one makes you feel weird, there's more songs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there isn't a karaoke machine where the options are uh, Electric Avenue and End Session. <laughs> yeah. That would Electric be Avenue though. and... Uh, Something that's just all N words, and you're like, God damn it, I can't do karaoke. It feels like this is this is like taking place at like a karaoke booth at like the grand opening of like a new power plant or something. And they're like, No, 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 we just have one option. This is fun. We'll just get all of our employees to take a take yeah. their hand at Electric Avenue. 
Yeah. <laughs> like presented by a con Edison of New Jersey. <laughs> Look, I think I think there's a way to just also no one is thinking like when they hear this song start, no one's going, I can't wait for the dialect. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah. the music is fun. It's bopping. Yeah. Oh, you know, there goes Cindy up there. Cindy from accounting is going to yeah. do her best interpretation mm-hmm. of the song. Just sing it normal. Sing it like you. Yep. Yeah, make shit your 100%. own. That's better. That's that's better singing anyway. Yeah. Um, you don't need. But yeah, especially if you're like, is this too black? Then <laughs> you've got the wrong thing in your head. I was. You simply I think, have the wrong thing in your head. I think I've told this story before. I don't think. I don't think he would mind, but he can bleep. We can bleep it if you guys think he would. But I was at karaoke for a thing with um, Ronnie Chang and a bunch of other people, and it was mostly a very uh, Korean and and non-black event. There were a couple black people there, and I think we started. I don't know if we started New York State of Mind, or there was something that had a heavy Jay Z verse. And Ronnie just turned it off, and he goes, "There's not enough black people in here to do this. It feels bad." <laughs> He just changed it, and it really made me laugh. That's because, really funny. No, it wasn't giving. We weren't. We weren't really doing it. Um, <laughs> uh, the other That's oh, so other alternative I was going to offer. You know what is a fun song that it does have a fun accent that maybe won't trip you up? <laughs> Tub thumping by Chumbawamba. Yeah. <laughs> if you're dying to do an accent. <laughs> Get in on that tub thumping. Uh, Irish? They're Irish, yeah. Yeah. Probably. Get in on that. Who I, I met, knows? I met the dude once. He was very funny. He had a puppet. Mr. Thumpin? Mr. No, Thumpin. Uh, Mr. No, that's his father. No, Mr. Please. Wumba. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Thumpin was my father. I'm Miss I go by Mr. Wumba. Um <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh he had a puppet named Dr. Death, that he did oh, a ventriloquist wow. act through. He was a nice guy. Um, they made a podcast I do, I, about him. I do like that era of specific, um, like, I guess it's like white British Isles y punks who are like oh, yeah. doing the. <laughs> they, it always ends in a puppet show, I guess is what I'm saying. It always ends in a puppet show or a panto. This is what, mm-hmm. I mean, those are all my music guys from Chicago anyway, a bunch of ex Welsh punks. Not ex. Just you know, advanced, <laughs> advanced punks. It always still well, still show punk. A, mm-hmm. a little time has not avoided them either. Um, do Love Shack oh. by the B fifty twos. That's a good oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Do do a Fred and Schneider set accent way back by the side yes. of the road. That's way more fun. <laughs> this is great. This is you guys singing is so great. Oh my god, it's it's really. Uh, do we, I mean, we talked about this several times already, I'm sure, but, um, Tawny's karaoke birthday and after party was <laughs> so delightful. One of the most really delightful fun. things I've ever witnessed. Okay. That's all. It was, we love, time. we love singing, either doing it or hearing it. Hell yes. yeah. Welcome yes. to the singing show. Next racism voicemail, please. <laughs> hey, Andrew, Tawny and guest. Um, I was just at Home Depot in Cary, North Carolina, and I was talking to an associate who told me that it's probably fine if I just want to return something after I use it, uh, because Indian people do that a lot. And then he also said that Asian people do it too, and I was trying to just kind of like walk away from him, and he was trying to backtrack because he kind of realized what he was doing. And I'm just another white guy, but he was like, oh, uh uh-oh, I guess I can't say this in front of a white guy, so I have to backtrack. 
But then I went to the service desk, and this is what I want to know is racist. There were two black ladies at the service desk, and I was like, yo, an employee just said some racist shit. And they were like, let me get a manager. And I was like, oh, shit, I thought you guys were managers. And they were like, no, here he is, a white guy. So do you report it to the white manager? What the fuck? <laughs> You're like, yeah. I wanted to tell you black ladies. Why aren't you in charge? Yeah. And they're like, systemic racism. <laughs> You're like, damn it. I needed well, I you to deal with this. <laughs> you were the managers of because a home depot in wherever the fuck you said North like, carolina it's just those, not likely no those offense. black ladies are also like we don't want to deal with this yeah 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 we're not the racism cops no mm-hmm. we this podcast are the racism cops sort of i mean a cab um just walking around <laughs> with a roomba that you're trying to buy where's the manager <laughs> where's the manager this employee said something racist uh <laughs> just for the caller real quick you're already down this road, obviously. When the white manager rolls up, you do have to. What, what do you? What else are you going to say? Uh, no, never mind. Never mind. No, <laughs> never mind. I just wanted to talk to these black ladies for a minute. This is this is for black ears only. Like, what do you? <laughs> what do you? What are you going to do? do? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're down the road already. That's good advice. <laughs> um, I'm not a. I'm not a bring anything to the attention of a manager person. Yeah. Are you guys? No. Yeah. I know I told that story last I, week about getting wine thrown on me in Morocco, and I was oh, yeah, like, can I talk ins- to somebody about nuts. this full-price meal I'm about to pay? But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's one out of maybe four times in my entire life I've ever asked for something like that. Because I just don't yeah. see the... I don't know. Maybe because it never... See the point. Nothing, shit doesn't yeah. get fixed. <laughs> yeah. I mean... This argument that that is why um, white white folks should do it more, yeah, probably. But that, sure. broadly speaking, would lead to probably a worse. Is look, obviously, I don't think white people need to be encouraged to complain more. Um, <sighs> they do it plenty on their own. So, like, yeah, probably. But yeah, I I I do listen, and I I understand that this is a central premise of this show, but feeling the need to only be able to talk about racism to people of color is sort of one of the problems of our society also. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know a lot of this is born from the fact that when it's just white folks, they tend to fuck it up. However, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the advice kind of goes both ways. Like, do it more, but do it right. But I know it's hard to do it right, but also just do it right. But also, like, why couldn't you just, like, call that guy out in the moment? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, there's yeah. a lot of times when you can't do that because of, like, power things or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. But, like... You, a civilian, <laughs> I don't know if everyone here is a civilian, but you, a, a customer, to a cashier, that's a pretty even playing field of like, hey, don't say this shit to me. Don't say yeah. this shit yeah. at all. That's wild. Yeah. You know, the guy was already backtracking. I think it might have been, I think you kind of had an easy, that wouldn't have been hard. Yeah, it wouldn't have been a surprise out. if you said, don't say that, because yeah. they could already tell that they shouldn't have been saying that. Yeah, and there's other ways and, to say don't say that. You know, if yeah. he's like, you know, Indian people do this all the time. And be like, uh, we just talking about what Indian people do. You sure that's what? how you want to yeah. start this conversation? Mm-hmm. And and you know, to the point, like, because because the this is a little bit what happens on this podcast, which is like, ostensibly we're like giving advice, quote unquote advice. None of this is don't don't follow our advice, but no. or do, but 
just understand who we are. Um, however, but it, it's more, it's less about like, like, cause often, you know, to the extent that there is sort of a criticism, it's like, oh, well doing this thing isn't going to fix this racist. You can't convince people by like calling them out or being, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that like, I think really fundamentally un- misunderstands the point of this. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. about fixing this cashier or this employee, whoever I think it was cashier. Yeah. Like, it's not about fixing them. It's about making it clear that the community doesn't accept their racist viewpoint. Yes. And it's it's not about like what happens to them. It's just making it clear that um to you this is not acceptable and to make it clear to anyone else for whom it is unacceptable that you are with them. Yes. So that's why yeah, yeah. you're not going to convince them, but fuck them. It's like if or someone Or if you do, it's a bonus. It's like if someone, you know, lit lit a sparkler in a restaurant or lit a, a sparkler is a bad idea because they put sparklers on things. But like if somebody came in with like, <laughs> you know, lit something on fire and was like, I really mm-hmm. want to hold this like cool torch I found. And I want to bring it into a restaurant. Everyone would be like, hey, man, get the fuck out of here with that. Don't bring mm-hmm. anything yeah. on fire into this place of business. And yeah. y- yes, that person's interesting brain is still going to think it's okay Whatever made them think it's okay. Or like, to bring yeah, a, it doesn't a, matter. Yeah, a thing on fire. Who, who cares? We're not changing that. We're saying mm-hmm. don't bring a flaming yeah. object into a restaurant. Yeah, get get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Is yeah. the community speaking their standards, and it is important to inf- reinforce that, even though sometimes it feels like it shouldn't be. Yeah, and just to you know, there are plenty of times where power imbalances make that sort of reaction not super safe. And so yeah. it, it is It is always, not always, it is often less safe for women and people of color. So, you know, yeah. dude, you, you, had a, you had an opportunity to just tell that guy to shut the fuck up and go into yeah. the manager, I think, is a little like... It's, yeah, but, you know, I guess do it. But just do it, do it, if you're going to do, do it. I guess do both. Yeah. Yes. 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 Right. Don't. There's no need to not. Yeah. Why. Why are you preserving this guy's comfort? This. This racist's comfort. Well, he's not. I think people don't call shit out in the moment because they're preserving their own comfort, which yeah. is like you're already. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me give you a secret. You're already uncomfortable. Yeah. So yeah, right. all you're doing is avoiding two people being uncomfortable, which you think is going to make you more uncomfortable. That's why people avoid conflict in the moment. But the truth is, when you become a, a real, you know, a smiling bulldozer of a bitch like me, you realize that you not only alleviate some of your discomfort calling it out in the moment, but you, sometimes you just fully transfer it back onto the person who's doing the fucked up thing. Because you didn't yeah. do this and ask for this. So you know yep. what? You know who gets to feel uncomfortable? The person committing the offense. And not me yep, anymore. I will enjoy my latte. That's right. That's their problem. <laughs> it is now their problem. Oh, hey, you said this fucked up thing and I feel weird? Nope. I'm handing this Ye- fucking stinking yeah. pile of trash right back to you. <laughs> you feel weird because you're you're the bad one here. Yeah. You did bad. That's I just showed up a- to try and buy a fucking two by four. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually, right. This is ah, actionable advice. Uh, a yo is this racist rarity. Wonderful well, stuff. Well, because I just feel like this applies to a lot of things. I do this a lot. Like yeah. When people do something fucked up, it's taken a yeah. long time. But now I just have to be like, hey, you did a fucked up thing and I don't like it. I, I'm giving yeah. this feeling back to you. Yeah. 
It's real. It works. It works. That's the thing. It might seem like it's uncomfortable or not what you want to do, but it is effective in the long run for even for your own um for your own damn self. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good for us. I need to look for, for somebody you, to yell at right now. Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I feel a little weird. Let me go put this on somebody else. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. We're 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 all about lashing out at the right people. Yeah. Who have who have lashed first. Um I don't know. Lash what is it is this a show? This is a show that we did. Um yeah. 323-389-7223, 323-389-race. I don't know, social media. Do we care anymore? I certainly do not. Yeah. I'm doing Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash chef Kevin. Playing oh, Zelda yeah. and, and some games if you want to watch that. Check check out Kevin on Twitch. Find us, suboptimalpods.com. Uh, I said the thing. Uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, peace. Bye. Bye. This is Suboptimal.